As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome back to a Crypto.com Arena version of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Marcus Thompson, is this your first time in crypto? This is. This is my first time. I wanted to see walk to commemorate the moment, but I forgot. Thanks for reminding me. I might get it on, get it in on my way out of here. Yeah, I was going to say, you still got time, sir. We're no sitting here courtside after a spirited Laker win. The Lakers needed this one. Oh, man. Couldn't you tell? Yeah. They, like, they, 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 they smelt it. They were like, oh, this is... LeBron was like, this is our chance to get one. Let's get it. I thought he was just, like, going for buckets. I think he looked, was. And it looked up was like, yo, we could win this thing. <laughs> that's a bad That's a bad Warriors loss, though. That yeah. might be the worst one because it's not even against a good team. Yeah. Nah, it's not. Teams that, that has been getting blasted lately. Every game they came out. Um, you know, LeBron obviously was great uh, tonight and 56 and a lot of it was just kind of individual greatness I mean you know he to me the game really flipped when he went 3-3-3 remember that that was was three in a row and you know sometimes I think there's they they probably could have doubled a bit harder at times late just like they could have doubled a little bit a little bit harder Uh, Luca and Dallas Steph even thought so Um, but generally I mean look if LeBron's hitting those like you know 29 footers like that's tough but a lot of Warriors issues to talk about. Uh, and yeah. two and eight now in the last ten. And they are now the third seed. And it's going to be two and nine. <laughs> well, you know, I guess we can't say that. They got to play the games, but. They went into San Antonio with this squad and won. This ain't San Antonio. <laughs> this is not San Antonio. I, I do. Yeah, there are a lot of issues. Uh, I think an important one was that, you know, Steph is clearly not happy, you know, and. You know he he's he's uh you don't you don't hear him get very kind of pessimistic often or down often right he's normally the guy putting the positive spin on it but tonight you could tell this one this one was bothersome because they're better than the Lakers they controlled the game you know obviously you know they had a had a nice lead but they just kept doing stuff to keep them in the game uh, they're just they have a lot of dudes not playing well at the same time and that's. That is problematic, especially when, you know, you don't have a very integral player in Draymond. Well, let's go through them. Uh, And I think it starts with Klay Thompson. You know, it's uh, he is 
supposed to be their third best player. And really with Draymond out, he's supposed to be their second best player. He is slumping. Um, I, you know, I do think this recent sickness that included, you know, raging headache and, you know, he's in his uh, house for, for five days. That, that probably threw him off. It did. It's created some rust. But now he seems to be pressing tonight. He, you know, he had a wide open three with about 90 seconds wide left. Wide open. Right. And he, you could even just tell in the way he, like, stopped like he was hesitating like clay thompson hesitating on a monster wide open three in clutch time and when he's putting it up i don't know where you're what you're sitting there thinking but i'm like i think he's gonna miss this and when's when have you thought that about clay thompson i think the bigger issue to me is that he's trying to solve it by putting his head down and going to get buckets and it's like this is what clay can't do and the two he did it twice tonight where it was like he drove with the intent of making a defense move and kicking it. like, And he ended up getting two assists out of it. But most of the time, he's faking. He's like, I'm going one-on-one. He, he doesn't have the first step, so he's not beating the guy. Then he's trying to spin. Then he's trying to get to the little one foot. He gotta stop. He's got to stop all that. Like, all that's got to go. He's just not a shot creator right now, especially not against small lineups and quick defenders. He just he that to me is the biggest part. Is in his mind, he's like, man, I'm Clay Mother Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Like I got this bucket, but his game is like, hey man, you right now need to relax, play within the offense, think the game through instead of trying to put your head down and go like it's game six, Clay still. But I just I'm not sure that's gonna be solved because I guarantee tonight he's thinking like next game I gotta come out and show him that this you know he's not like I need to ease up a little bit. I mean, that might be the worst thing if he does like go off. Next, you know what I'm saying? The next game, it's like I told you I was back. But well, you know the he's also getting picked on defensively at times. Uh, you know LeBron like searched him out a few times. You never typically you know in the past you used to see somebody search Clay Thompson out on a switch. Um, so that's happening. Russ, Russ was doing it too. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's tough. Yeah, that, to me, the shot I'm not as concerned about because you know, like this isn't his first two games back, and you're like, oh, is this who he is now? Like we saw a month, like he was shooting well for about a month, including the, they played the Lakers in Chase, and he was the best player. I mean, he scored 33, closed it down. I think he had like 18 in the fourth. Like he'll, he's not going to shoot this poorly, um, but you know, I think he's going to be streakier. I mean, he used to be. He always has been streaky, but. I don't know. To, to me, the fact that I, you also can't really rely on him very much on the defensive end right now, I mean, that makes him like a, a no-way player basically tonight. Yeah, to me, if he it, – it, like he should be looking for Steph. He should be looking for guys and kind of waiting for his shots to come. I think that was the key in the Lakers game. Like these were catch and shoot. These were transition. It wasn't. I'm about to take you on the dribble. To me, that's just the major part. He just got to change his mind that he's not hes not yet the guy who left in 2019. And it, I just don't know. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you tell Clay Thompson that. There was a moment there, and I was wondering if he was going to do it, when Poole was clearly rolling, and Clay's on a bench, and it's like, last time you saw Poole out in the office disappeared, do you do it again? And he ended up taking him. He ended up doing it, sitting pool. And I saw Andre Iguodala go immediately over and stand over pool, and he was saying something. But you know, then he brings pool back in for Otto Porter, right? Who, who's another guy struggling? But it, it was it was close there. If he would have, if Clay would have sat the fourth quarter, 
it would have been justified that situation. But how do you do that to Clay Thompson? That's that's the tough part. Yeah, I mean that. Let's say Draymond Green is back, and you know that's Draymond Green is had Otto Porter. That decision would have had to be made tonight. And like honestly, when you know, I, there's probably going to be games, especially you know, look, Pool's hot and cold too. Pool can have bad games, but on a night like if this night is happening in Game Two of the playoffs, he should play Jordan Pool because because we know with Pool like. When he has it going early, like he typically, like he's got it going that night, and he's usually great throughout. And he what, you know, he he's, I don't want to say the best player the last two games. I mean, Curry still exists and everything he does to a defense, but like Jordan Poole is one of the guys we suddenly don't have to talk about in the struggling camp. Yeah, and especially when he makes them early, it just really does wonders for his drive. Because mm-hmm. now that little hezzy step back, the little herky jerk, it really works after he hits a couple. Uh, so, you know, then you saw him get into the cup. Like, he got the one and one, right? He he, he got the foul at the rim, which the Warriors weren't getting. To me, this is just – Kerr's going to have to work his magic on this, right? He's just going to have to manage the situation because before it was like, hey, man, you're not playing defense. You're going to keep you in your same role. It's like at some point he's going to earn – the final, the, the end of game minutes, and he did tonight. But that he's just gonna have to manage. Yeah, if Draymond's there, it's gonna be a tough call. I don't, I don't know what you do. Maybe it's Andrew Wiggins. You know, at least get some free throw shooters on the court. <laughs> like, should we, should we go there? Now? Like that? If he's playing like that, it's you just you, you can't you can't sit the guy. You just can't do it. I agree, but it's difficult, you know, when we talk about lineup combinations because, you know, as, 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 you know, uninspired as Wiggins has been lately, really since the start of February, LeBron's going off. You don't want to take your best potential LeBron defender and then suddenly pull and Clay, who's well, not if defending. If there, you got, you got that guy. But, yeah, sure. you're right. You just create a chain reaction where at some point pool has got to guard somebody. Especially if Clay is not the defender he used to be. And, but he's not. Like then, then it can't really be Wiggins. Then you're really talking about Clay. I mean, it's what you're really unless Clay's hot. But then you wouldn't. You would keep pulling the bench if Clay's hot. But but the thing that Clay does, especially this is why to me it's important that he just changed how he approaches the games. You still got to cover the guy. Yeah. It's still a threat. It's still the space. You know what I'm saying? It's still the spacing. And we've watched teams say, "Hey, man." Kaminga, Moody, Wiggins, you want to have at it, right? They don't really do that with Clay, So you still – he still has value on the floor for that, and that's especially important for Steph. But they, they just got a lot of dudes not <laughs> playing well right now. And it, it's usually as – you, as you said, as we were setting up for this pod, it's the veterans. It's the, it's the OGs. Yeah, okay, you know, I wanted to get to Wiggins, but maybe we'll talk about him after. Uh, Otto Porter – is not shooting the ball well. He's stiff, or he's not getting. Remember when he was like, "Oh, what a rebounder Otto Porter is!" Like, do you remember like some rugged rebound he had tonight? Not really. I the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him not get the big rebound tonight. Bielitsa, who's in like you know he. These are the two veteran minimums. We you know it seemed like they hit on Porter. Definitely did. Bielitsa faded early in the season, but but Bielitsa has struggled to the point that he's. Hold on, man. Porter had ten rebounds, man. But there weren't yeah, big they ones. They and let me tell you, I think one of the biggest issues tonight was the Lakers' offensive rebounding in bad moments. Like yeah. they, and it was, like, really poor boxing. Now, like, you know, Kaminga, some of the young guys were at fault for that. But Bielitsa, again, as we, you know, if you're mentioning some of these offseason veteran minimum signings, he's struggled to the point that he, does, he gets a DMP tonight. 
um, and probably should in, in most games moving forward. <laughs> Five offensive rebounds for the Lakers in the fourth quarter. Five, yeah, seven total rebounds for the Warriors. In the fourth quarter. That's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, and you know, Porter had a wide open shot. Steph drives, kicks it. He was making that. When they were number one in the West, Otto Porter was making that shot. Now that they're scuffling, he's not making that shot. He, you know, that's a big deal. And maybe, you know, this is regression to the mean, right? All these guys look really good at a time. And, you know, this is, all right, you're getting back to who you are, and maybe it's somewhere in between. The problem is it's all happening at once. That's the problem. It's They were all great at once, and now they're collectively bad at once. So we, we're getting a full pendulum swing, swing from what we saw earlier. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Damian Lee, DMP tonight because Moses Moody, you know, I think Moses Moody has forced his way more into the mix. He has, um, but that's also notable. Andre Iguodala, who I was just seeing on the other side of the arena, um, he should be, like, he could help a lot. And he, I've like he's been doing workouts three on three. Like, I think they got to get him back in line. I understand the need to preserve, but I think come Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, uh, he's got to play, I think. And I think he's getting near. Yeah, it's... Because well, he solves some issues. He does solve some issues. And that might be a little different for LeBron if Iguodala's out there, right? Not that, you know, obviously LeBron can still do what he does. But it, there was just stretches where he looked like he was playing against high school dudes, right? Like, I mean, and they all did it. They all, to me, one of the major issues that you see outside of Draymond. And Draymond is a backstop on a lot of that stuff. Is these dudes are like, man, I'm getting to the cup, and you're not gonna stop me. I mean, you can see Russ rocking the baby on pool, right? You got LeBron coming down at will, Melo, like, let's get, let's get it. Everybody just like putting the head down. Saw Spencer did what he do it. We saw Luca do it. Obviously, Jokic did it before before the break. Guys were just like, man, y'all not guard me. Period. You not guard me, and. They are playing guys who just having a problem at point of attack. And the guys who can guard point of attack, Iguodala, Gary Payton, Green. Draymond Green, are, are are the guys you're giving up offense to play. You know, so that's that's kind of the difficulty of it. But but they just you got at some point you gotta be able to guard a guy. You gotta be able to hold a guy. You know what's not happening on the other end? The Warriors aren't getting to the front of the rim at will. <laughs> Right, there's no shot blocker in for the Lakers, but they're not. I mean, Poole you saw Pool Steph got a couple times, but they just don't have like they don't have dudes who are like, man, I'm putting my head down, I'm getting here. And that's a big deal. You can't you can't do anything if you can't guard anybody. You got to be able to guard somebody. Andrew Wiggins, uh, ha- what are you finished with tonight, points wise? 
He finished with 14 points on 15 shots. Andrew Wiggins has not scored 20 in a game since January. Andrew Wiggins is 9 of 23 from the free throw line since the start of February. He's just been really, really quiet, consistently quiet offensively. And uh, and also, I don't think he's been necessarily as good defense. Like, when he's had his peak moments for the Warriors, you know, two-way Wiggins, he's been much better defensively. He's just they – need, they need many things to happen. But, you know, when we talk about second, third, fourth best players, whatever, and, and Clay's issues, Wiggins probably should be their third best player. He was all-star starter. Uh, he's just got to play much better. Yeah, I mean, he has to. They don't really have any other options at this point, right? Um, this is – this is paramount, right? Like, the season, in many ways, is hinging on Wiggins being a decent basketball player, right? Like Better than decent. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to give him a break. But <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no, he needs say, to be good. He look, be if good. he was a $12 million wing, like, he would be, he's been playing like a $12 million, you know, an $8 million to $12 million wing. Yeah. But they need him. I don't know. He don't need to be $33 million, but he needs to be. 25 million. You know, he needs to have a much larger impact. I think he does. I think he does. Uh, To me, he has to, like, if he just sold out and guarded his man, like, if he just sold out, like, I'm going to lock a guy down, that's, to me, that that would be a win. But he's not like, he's taking more mid-range jumpers. He's, He's going back to a lot of old habits. And for some reason... I don't know what's going on with his free throws. Like I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, yeah, he he just hasn't been. He hasn't he's a been seventy-two percent career three, yeah, free throws. Bad. This this is pretty bad. You just know he's not making two. You know he's not making two. When he steps to the line, he's not making two. You you just you just know that. So, like he he's taking bad shots at bad times. Like you could just see those moments. Like this fourth quarter to me a big deal. I'm right about this. Is the fourth quarters for them? They just. They just become a very mar- like pedestrian team in the fourth quarter. They become very mediocre in the fourth quarter, and I think Wiggins is a big part of that. Yeah, um, Kaminga hasn't been as good lately. You know, I thought he had an okay game tonight. Yet there was a bunch of mistakes. I didn't. I know they didn't like a shot selection tonight. Hey man, he hit a couple big threes though. He at, at least a few. He did. At least a few of the rebounds, the Laker offensive rebounds, you look over at the bench and, like, two coaches are, like, telling Kaminga, hey, you know, box out. you got to remember yeah. to box out. So there's a lot of that. Kerr said pregame he felt there has been somewhat of a Kaminga regression, not running the floor as hard, not diving to the rim as often, kind of floating out on the perimeter, taking threes. Now, like you said, he actually hit a couple tonight. So this isn't a night to, uh, you know, get on Kaminga necessarily. But, you know, as you are looking at what we thought was a really deep roster – it's uh, it's thinned out quick. Yeah, and the decision making down the stretch is weird. Like the you know the rotations, like they to not have that stuff figured out is tough, right? I mean, they just have a lot of stuff to figure out for eighteen games left, yeah. right? Like this this is March, right? This is when you normally like, all right, we got our guys, here we go, and yeah, it's just weird. I'm I'm looking at this. They, three for eleven from three in the fourth quarter. It's like, what are you guys doing? You just chucking threes. Bad ones late. Yeah. Steph among them. Steph took some yeah, bad Steph, ones. Steph, he didn't get the foul call, turned it over, and he came back and he just took a frustration. Be like, Air you ball. can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. And it never, it without fail, if they're down by more than two points, 
two minutes left, one minute matter. The three is going up. Like you just know this with him. Like they're not saying, let's elongate the game, let's get the easy shot. It's like, all right, let's hurry up and try to let's make it all back right here. Really? Like the Lakers played kind of poorly. Like besides LeBron, like Westbrook gave away a few possessions. Six, four, four to turnovers. Though. Remember the eight second violation? Yeah, but yeah. then right after that, they. The Warriors just chucked the inbound to them for an alley oop. Like, yeah, well, I don't. What was that? Steph was right there. He's like calling for the ball. He didn't want to throw it, so he tries to. Yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, they wasted a bunch of possessions late. Uh, the Warriors are not bringing Steph, Clay, and Andrew Wiggins to Denver. This has long been planned um, for them, and despite the fact that they're two and eight in their last ten, zero and three on this road trip. They are not chasing down that win. They they think this rest is is more important. And generally, as Steph said post game, he does not care about seeding. Uh, I do yeah, think seeding's out the window now. They're they're I, they can't think about that. Yeah, I mean, well, they they might need to worry about four. Yeah, exactly. uh, to be honest, no, I'm just saying, even if it's four, it like it doesn't matter. Like they have to play well. Yeah, and so it don't matter what position, what seed they're in. They get if they keep the two seed, they play like this. They're going down, and it's probably better to lose as a four seed in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> the two <laughs> loose of the Timberwolves, yeah, right. That'd be, that'd be With t- cat just <laughs> roar into the Target Center crowd. Probably better off getting taken getting taken out by the the Nuggets or something. Like, yeah. All right, Marcus, appreciate you coming on, uh, and I will not probably not do a podcast after the Nuggets game Monday night. They play at home Tuesday night against the Clippers with a rested core. That feels like a big game. You assume they're going to lose to Denver. We'll see. But it feels like they need to make somewhat of a statement that this isn't how it's going to be Tuesday. Clippers and Chase Center. We will talk to you then.